Welcome to the Red Light Tonight podcast. This is your host, Chance. Hey, I'm Shadow. This is our, was it, fifth, sixth podcast? Fifth podcast. Anyways, no, we're, yeah, sixth podcast. We're still very brand new at this. Yeah. Still, still new to podcasting. Anyways, this episode is about Pascha, a uh, brothel located in Cologne, Germany. Before we get started, as always, we do not believe in underage prostitution or human trafficking of any kind. Uh, everything, every transaction was between two consenting adults. Names have been changed to protect everyone involved. Yep, yep, yep. <coughs> so Cologne, Germany. Have you ever heard of Cologne, Germany, Shadow? I've heard of Germany. <laughs> I've never heard of Cologne. Um, no, I, I, I haven't. It, I'm guessing, is it, is it a small town? It's a huge city. It's a huge city? Yeah. You know what? I'm not very familiar with the uh, European town, so I'm... It's a very famous city. It's um, famous, is it? Have you ever heard of the River Rhine? No. The Rhine River. I mean, that sounds like something out of Game of Thrones. Were you paying attention in history class? <laughs> Um, you know what though? Funny enough, I'm actually I have a bachelor's in history. Oh God! <laughs> but you've never heard of the town of Cologne, Germany. Hey, but I never took European history. <laughs> what about history of World War Two? This is like one of the biggest World War Two sites. Of- you know, what? I never took American history. <laughs> That's. Uh, I focus on Latin America, and you know, and um. Asian history, you know, Asian history. Yeah, but never, you know, I, I really, I, European class, okay. you know, history and. All right, well. We're digressing. So, <laughs> Cologne is located on the banks of the River Rhine. The Rhine River, for any listener who doesn't know, was the, the last major obstacle when the U.S. was invading Germany in World War II. Um, Hitler had a had commanded that every bridge be destroyed so the Americans couldn't cross the river and the Germans accomplished this feat except for one bridge and their bombs did not blow up the bridge um, in Cologne and the Americans were able to cross the bridge set up one small camp on the east bank of the River Rhine, and because of that one small camp, they were able to build more bridges, and that's where the that's where the Americans crossed into. Uh, yeah, it was a big, big, big battle. Man, lots of history. I visited that site when Actually, I when I went there. Now, now the bridge the, the bridge is gone now because the um, the Germans eventually, I think, they destroyed it. Hmm. All right. Well, yeah, but that's what uh, Cologne's known known for, and they have a massive cathedral there, like this cute. Let me show you a picture of this cathedral. Okay. Oh, it's it's very beautiful. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, and there's a Roman. Gate. I'm not very religious, but yeah, it's a very nice. Building. Okay, well, here's a picture of me in front of a, a an old abandoned Roman gate. Roman gate, huh? Yeah. Is the Roman? Yeah, the Romans fought wars along the. Okay, this is a red light podcast. We're not here to talk about yeah, Roman man, history, World War II history. But if you're a history buff, Cologne's a good place to visit. 
Lots of stuff happened along the river. Here's a picture of me in front of the river. Oh, you look so much thinner. This is only this is only three years ago, man. Two two years ago, actually. Uh, I mean, it's okay. Man. Okay, well the the you got a dad bod. <sighs> I got a dad bod too. Josh, we're seriously digressing. <laughs> Four and a half minutes into the episode. <laughs> okay, Pascha. It's the name of a fourteen-story brothel located in Cologne, Germany. Fourteen-story brothel is the largest brothel of the world. It's a it's is, is that like official? Yeah, it's official. Mm. It's been around a long time too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, across the street is a smaller, I think, five story brothel with cheaper prices and uglier girls. But uh, you know, everyone's beautiful in their own way. <laughs> Come on, you can't call people ugly. Okay. Are, okay. Are they? Okay. Let's continue. Pasha has a five dollar, five euro. We're back to the euro again. Has a five euro cover charge. So to even step foot inside a Pasha, five euro. But after that five euro is spent, you can be of as many girls as you want. There's a fifty euro set price. Like Antwerp from episode one, fifty euros. Except you spent that five euros to get in. Okay. And it, it's kind of misleading. There's 14 stories, but there's not 14 stories worth worth of girls. And I think on each story, there's only 20 rooms. Not even 20 rooms. I was about to ask that. Maybe. I was gonna, like, is it, are, like, I'm guessing a lot of the stories are just rooms, like, hotel, like hotel rooms. Yeah, except the, the top is supposed to be a, uh, a bar scene, kind of like Hong Kong in uh, Zona Norte. Unfortunately... The one time that I visited Pasha, I ran out of money before I got to the top. You're that quick, huh? Um, <laughs> well, well, I had. Can you, do you have to? Do you have to pay a certain amount? Do you have to pay some, you know, an extra fee to get to the to the very top building? I don't know. I mean, there very was, top level. There was no other fees after the five euro that I I paid to initially get in. But you, so I'm guessing when you ran out of money, you just like, oh, there's no point of going up there. Yeah, there was no more point. Um, okay. Besides, I was very satisfied. There's some very beautiful women in Pasha. I think it was the eighth floor where I ran into uh, a working girl, a prostitute that was not my type. She was thick, but she had such a beautiful face that I couldn't pass it up. And I ended up being with her twice. And she was in the, she's the one I actually finished with in the end. Hmm. While having a threesome with her, uh, her neighbor across the hall. Which was a thin blonde, which was a really weird threesome because I was always almost only focusing on one. But yeah. what well, is are these like? Uh, so in in this fourteen story building, it's kind of everybody has like their own little uh, window, like in Antwerp. It's not window. Okay, so you there. Uh, imagine like in a, a an apartment building, like a New York style apartment building. And in front of each one of their front doors is a stool. Or some girls are not even at the stool. They're sitting on their bed, which you can see from the front door. Okay. So you're just walking inside of an apartment and looking into the rooms, or they're standing out front of the rooms. And um, 
the girls are there. The door's closed. They're either not there or they're busy. They're busy. Um, huh. Do you do you like that setup more? Do you like do you prefer like the more you know the setup where like Antwerp or Zona Norte? What setup do you like the most? Because it seems like it's all a different Ooh, this, setup. You want to rank the setups, huh? You know, because okay. that's what I'm that's what I'm focusing on is I've realized that you know there's different setups in different. Well, the worst know. setup to me was the darn Thailand thing where you have to go to a bar and get drunk and get the girls drunk and spend a crap load of money on alcohol before even before negotiating a price. Um, so that's the worst setup. Um, the Hong Kong setup, I guess, would be. Number three, and then for the best one, I would think, yeah, the German setup was pretty nice. It seems like, you know, Europeans have a, have a system in place where it's very convenient and kind of like... More straightforward. More, more straightforward. Straight yeah. yeah, straight to the point. You know, you, you're like, this is what I'm offering. There's you literally know. no song and dance like in Thailand yeah. or in Mexico. So, But the Mexicans have the street... The Mexicans have the street walkers. Uh, I didn't see any... Streetwalkers in Cologne. Cologne, everybody's in the in pasta or the what do you call it? The generic brand across the way. Um, but yeah, I, I like that. I guess that's my favorite setup. It just seems like it's the best, and like you said, to the point. You know, all in one building. I guess it's very similar to yeah to um, to Antwerp. Well, you know. It's just all one set price, but I guess because you're indoors in Germany, it's warmer. You're not freezing your ass off like you are walking around Antwerp. Antwerp was very cold. I I don't know if I mentioned that in episode one. I mean, both times I went were were in the winter, but it was still very cold. I had like four layers on. So and then in the in Cologne, did you uh was it? Was the inside nice? I wonder. I'm curious. So like, how was it? It was it just like an apartment complex. It was just like a, a, an apartment complex, not a not a luxury apartment complex, but it wasn't terrible. It wasn't seedy. It okay, wasn't well, gross good. looking. It wasn't like those well kept cheap hotels I went in Patong Beach. No, it wasn't like that. It was it was okay. Okay, that's good. That's I wouldn't good. pay to stay there, but it was okay. I wasn't grossed out. All right. So I guess we'll go set up the very first floor um, where the cheapest girls or dudes, because they're not telling you what you're with. They don't turn on the lights. 25 euro, I think the price was there, but the lights don't come on. So so you don't even see the... the You don't see what's going on. Yeah, the bouncer told me you don't want to go in there. And I, I'm guessing it's kind of like a glory hole thing. You know what a glory hole is? I've heard of it. Yeah. So like, so you go in there. You don't. You just pay your money. You don't even see. You don't know if that's a boy or a dude that's sucking pro- you off. Oh my god. That's. I'm guessing. You know, if you're up for an adventure, right? Yeah, I'm up for an adventure. <laughs> but yeah, that wasn't my thing. Cause, like I said, you don't even know boy, girl, ugly. Yeah, that's interesting. Wow. So that's the first floor. Yeah. Okay. And then after that, I think floors two through nine were the same. There was one floor in there that was reserved for gay, homosexual stuff. Um, that wasn't my particular taste, so I skipped that floor. What floor was that again? 
I don't remember. Yeah, you do. <laughs> I actually don't. I I, I want to say floor seven. Okay. But I don't. I don't remember. But every other floor, there was about I would say fifteen doors. And when I went, about half of the girls were out, and just like Antwerp, they were all Romanian, Hungarian. Well, actually, no, it wasn't like Antwerp. Uh, there was more variety because there were some Spaniards, um, Hungarian, Romanian, and that's all I saw. What do you know? What, what day you went? What day of the week? Yeah. I think it was like a Thursday. The reason why I'm asking was because you said half of them were gone. Yeah, half of them were gone. Like, is there like a is there a certain day? Well, yeah, like the Friday, Saturday, the, probably the would have been more the, busy. The more the more the more busiest time. To yeah, I, I think I was there on a Thursday. Wish oh, okay. I, well, there is a way that I can go back and look. So during the week is that would, that would take some time. Um, okay, and I'm guessing that's that's how it goes for a lot of these locations, right? It's, Obviously, the weekend's the best time to go or for the... Yeah. You see yeah. the most women. At night is better than during the day. I was there in uh, in the brothel at night, pretty late at night. Um, also, one thing about these this brothel is that some of the girls live in those rooms. Now, there, the Spanish chick that I was with, she had, like, all her belongings in there, and she had her room decorated with a bunch of stuffed animals, which was very creepy. I mean, yeah, that, that's kind of creepy. You're in there. <laughs> You see all these stuffed animals. Dude, okay. I'm not going to say where and when, but I was with a prostitute once, and when I went in, she, when I went into the hotel room, she went into the bathroom to go freshen up, and I sat on the bed and waited, and on the bed was a coloring book with, like, princesses, like a Disney coloring book. And I was like, oh, my God, is there a kid here? And so when she came out, she saw me looking at the coloring book. She's like, oh, yeah, I like the color on those books. And I'm thinking, like, oh, this is really fucked up. You know what, though? I would think that's weird, but, you know, there's, have you been to, you know, this is off topic, but have you been to Disneyland? Yeah, I've been to Disneyland. So, you know, have you, have you, haven't you noticed there's like these adult women that are just, they look. They act like little kids in there, man, and they, you know, they, yeah, they, you right. know, they love that fantasy land and you know all these characters. Because we stuff. see, we see these people at work, right? They're like grown adults, and they have Disneyland passes, and they don't have kids, and we always think it's weird. Yeah, but you know, they just love that. You know, they love the Disney lifestyle. And I should have asked that prostitute if I if she wanted me to act like a prince. You yeah, know, I yeah. could have been prince. Yeah. Or I could have been an evil villain. I don't know. That's you look more like an evil villain. Yeah, especially with the facial hair, huh? It, with that with that mustache that you got going on. Yeah. For your listeners, uh, I wear a Fu Manchu, the evil Chinaman mustache. Yeah. Yep. It, it's what what is the character that you you say the the mutant ninja turtle? Oh, <laughs> The rat from <laughs> the rat, the dad, the, the the parental figure, you know, the the mm-hmm. the, the rat that raises the the, the ninja turtles. Yeah, one <laughs> of my buddies says that it always looks like I need to work at Mister U with this thing, but I like it. It's different. You don't see it very often. <laughs> Mister U is like a local Chinese restaurant, by the way. So <laughs> All right, I get a lot of the people from work give me slant eyes, just to, you know, be racist. <laughs> 
Well, you know, it's all right. Well, you know what? You know, they they got to, you know, going back to uh, that prostitute that was colored. You know, I'm guessing they got to stay entertained in between clients. So, you know, that's good for her. Yeah, usually know? they're watching TV. You know, so, yeah, you know, she likes to color. So that's cool. Um, all right. Back to the, the brothel and uh, cologne posture. Yeah. So you have a set price of 50 euro, right? Yeah. Um, are there any what what what's what's the time? Is it is it fifteen minutes? Is it thirty minutes? Is it an hour? How much? I think it was thirty minutes. I don't remember what the time was. I'm pretty sure usually thirty minutes is the standard. So thirty minutes is the standard. Uh huh. Okay. I'm trying to think. Was so I? What, what do I, you do with the twenty six remaining minutes once you're done? <laughs> Shadow, that joke is old. I've told you, I I last a very long time. I, I, I actually have the problem. Where I guess a lot of people don't consider a problem is I won't orgasm unless I'm concentrating really hard. So I have the opposite problem of a preemie. Okay. Yeah, I was was just joking. You didn't have to explain. You know what? (laughs) There was no showers for you to shower at Pascha. Oh, there's no showers? No. No. You have a sink, kind of like Antwerp, but... You know, in Mexico, you have a shower to shower afterwards, but there was no shower in Pascha. Hmm. So how do they, is there like a, because you said some of these women live there. How do they shower then? Do they have like maybe like a, a, a like another room where for the floor? Well, there's a bathroom, but I was never, so in, in Mexico, you know, the, well, I guess there was a shower, but none of those girls offered it to me. Oh, uh, because maybe it's their own personal yeah, shower. Yeah, it's their own personal shower, I guess. Okay. In Mexico, some of the girls will have you shower before you sleep with them. That's uh, a random tangent I threw in there. Okay. But it does relate to the podcast, so don't edit that out. Yeah. In, we, okay, I'm going to go off on a tangent here. Shadow has been very lackadaisical with the edits on this podcast lately. I don't know. He's I don't, promised <laughs> to work on it. Yeah, sorry, guys. Um, I... Purposely left some clips, you know, on the on previous podcasts just because I thought it was, you know, it was funny and it was interesting. And, you know, sometimes, as you can tell, Shadow, I mean, Chance here could be very snarky with me. So, you know, I wanted to show you guys what I have to deal with from time to time. Well, and to let you pr- your listeners know that every time <laughs> Shadow is snarky with me, he does edit it out. I am not snarky. I'm I'm nice. I'm going to get out of here, man. Anyway, just get back on track. <laughs> yeah. So getting getting to Cologne, Germany. Um, Cologne's not that far from Frankfurt. So a direct flight into Frankfurt, Germany. You catch the train to Cologne. Very simple. How I got there was I flew direct to Amsterdam and took the train from Amsterdam to Cologne. How, how, how long is the train ride from Amsterdam to Cologne? I think it was like six hours. Okay. No, it wasn't that long. It was like three hours. Like three hours? Okay, that's and, and then the, the train difference. ride to Frankfurt is not very long at all. I would say like an hour. I do remember on my train ride from Amsterdam to, to Cologne, I met, I was in my assigned seat across the way was this very beautiful uh, uh, girl from Czechos- Czechoslovakia. Was it Czechoslovakia? No. It's the Czech Republic. She was going, she was on her way back to Prague. 
She was very beautiful, very, very friendly. Why did you bring her up? Because I was just, just thinking about the train ride. She's very beautiful. I don't know. I attempted, but that was never going to go anywhere. No. Have you ever gotten lucky, you know, outside of brothels and... Yes, world? yes, I have had relationships just before. Just curious. <laughs> <laughs> All right, just curious. That's cool. I don't need to go over my love life with you, Shadow. But yeah, I've had... I'm just curious. I've had one night stands. Oh, oh, what, were you saying in Europe? Like yeah, with, yeah, that's what I'm talking about, like in Europe. Yeah, I've had one non-prostitute hookup in Europe, but it was with an American. Uh, well, that's still considered, you know, it's in Europe, so it's okay. Yeah, she wasn't very attractive. No? I wouldn't have paid. Damn, that's like the old, damn, it's so disrespectful. <laughs> All right. I feel like we were not talking about Corona as much. All right. So so you said there was two buildings. Is there is that is that it? Yeah, that's it for the red light district. That's it for the red light district. They have a little uh, fast food joint right outside that uh, sells a very good schnitzel and some uh, fries of like this pink flavored mayonnaise. It's just ketchup and mayonnaise, bro. Probably. Probably was. They call it Pum Garner or something like that. Pum Garner. Okay. So you said there's two buildings. You said one of them was like a generic version of the other? Yeah. They both exactly have the same setup. Um, But the the generic one across the way did not have a cover charge and only had like three floors. But I walked through all three floors and I didn't see anything worth, uh, worth... Worth spending your time with? Yeah, none of those girls. And I saw no customers in there either. Oh, that's, yeah. So, well, tell you, you know, so when I was in Antwerp, there was a lot more customers than when I was in uh, Pasture. So Antwerp is much more busy. Pasture, I actually don't remember seeing very many customers at all. I could probably count on both hands. Whereas in Antwerp, you know, it's, not crowded, but there was at least at least forty to fifty other people there each time I was there. But Pasha, you don't see, you don't see that many people in there. Did you have any conversations with these with the ladies in Cologne? Yeah, I talked with the Spanish lady. What? How? What? What did you? What kind of conversations did you have with her? I wonder, like, is is it like you telling a, me it wasn't as busy? Are are the people open about it as much as they are over in Antwerp? Oh, the Germans, you mean? <laughs> yeah. <coughs> yeah, I think the Germans are pretty open about prostitution. Yeah? Yeah. They seem like very open people. They're very know, friendly people. Post-World War II. <laughs> but they're very friendly people. You know they're like one of the only countries with like open borders, right? Yeah, I've heard of that, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I know they're, very, they're an economic power in Europe. Um, but... What I talk about with prostitutes is usually the same conversation. It rarely goes past the where you're from. Uh, yeah, that's basically, oh, I'm from L.A. Where are you from? I'm from, I don't remember what part of Spain she was from, but she was from Spain. Then we talked about how I had kids. She asked, asked if I was married. I said I was divorced. Um, I always ask if they have kids. Sometimes I ask if they're married. 
Usually I don't want to know the answer to that. Oh, that's interesting. Because every now and then one of them will say yes. So now, now after 200 plus prostitutes, I never ask if they're married. I'll ask if they have kids, but I won't ask if they're married. Yeah, that, 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 I feel like a total douche. Well, it's, it, yeah, well, coming from, an, I was in a marriage where a woman was an exotic dancer. Where my ex-wife was an exotic dancer. So I kind of, I know where, like, kind of know how being married to someone like that is like. And yeah, it sucks. Yeah. It sucks. It's probably, probably one of the main factors of my current addiction. Well, so I, I guess, it, you know, you, you don't ask for good reason. Um, so you don't, you know, do you, you guys didn't talk about anything else? No. Uh, what's it like in Germany? Oh, yeah. I always asked if they like it there. Yeah. What was their response? Is it usually? Um, a lot of them, will, most of them say they like it. All right. So... I'm guessing, so since this red light district in Cologne was limited to two buildings, um, where did you stay? How far were you from the red light district? <laughs> I stayed at a hostel about two blocks away. It was called Shiva's. Shiva's. Um, yeah, I remember it because it's like the ice god from Final Fantasy. But anyways, I have a little story about Shiva's. So I booked the hostel the night, bef- the night before, and when I arrived... I walk in, there's nobody at the front desk. All I hear is somebody singing very eerily in German. So very creepy singing in German. That's all I hear. And I say, hello, hello. And the guy is just singing in German, wherever he is in the hostel somewhere. I don't know. I can't see him. So I ring the bell and the singing stops. And he goes, Matthew, is that you? And I go, yeah, it's me. And it's this creepy looking short German dude, jet black hair, like, like, what do you call it? Pale skin, but not, not the nice, sexy pale, but like the ghastly, ghostly, like dead pale skin. Kind of had like sunken eyes, dark eyes. He goes, he comes up and he goes, no English. And he's just starts speaking rapid German to me and hands me my room key and luckily, the room key had the number of, like, the room I was going to be in. So this was a hostel. I had expected, you know, other people to be there. But no, there was not a single person in that hostel other than me and this creepy German guy. But he did give me, because um, hostels, they all have, like, single bedrooms. He gave me a single bedroom. So it was kind of like I had my own hotel like a hotel room, even though I was paying a hostel price because I was in a, in a room with only my bed. So I didn't share my bed with anybody. But Man, this sounds like the beginning of a horror movie. <laughs> the next morning, I woke up. Okay, um, good. You woke up the next morning. I woke up and was going to go brush my teeth and stuff. And usually there's just people walking in every direction in the hostel. You know, you're talking, making friends, or you know, just associating with people. But I woke up the next morning got my toothbrush, stepped out of my room, and was going to walk to the, the community restroom. And I heard the damn German dude singing downstairs. <laughs> he was in the creepy German, whatever. 
Then I went to go brush my teeth, and I went down because, you know, hostels, they provide breakfast. He had, like, the whole spread, like every hostel does. There was cereal. There was bagels. There was, like, pieces of meat folded everywhere and cheeses. But I was the only person there. And the German singing singing guy, he wasn't in the, in the room anymore. He had set it up, and I guess had left, and he was upstairs singing again. So, yeah, creepy experience in a hostel. And you, there was no one else there? No one else there. It was the cheapest hostel in town, cheapest hotel, basically the cheapest bed to rent. That's why I was there. And it was only two blocks from Pasture. Okay. And you've only been to Cologne once, right? Uh, yeah, well, once, and then one other time I, I, I passed through, but didn't really, you know, explore. I'm going to wonder, maybe you just went during the slow season, because if you say, you know... The- I did go in, uh, what was it? The middle of March. Okay, I don't know if that's a concert. Is that a busy season? Slow. It's winter. Yeah. So slow season. Cold. Okay. It's cold. So yeah. So uh, maybe you know it's just you know because you said that the broth you know the brothels were empty almost. Um, it wasn't empty. There just wasn't customers. There were girls. Well, that's what I mean. Customers. There was no customers. You know, when you go to this Shiva's hostel, there's no one there other than this. You know, weird but kind of nice. Host. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't. I. He was just. You know, to be singing out in public like that, it's kind of weird, isn't it? I mean, it, yeah, but you but know the, what? The creepiest place is when I rang that thing. Was when I rang that bell. He knew who I was right away. He didn't even have to look at me. So he knew. So that I guess right there he knew he has one customer. And he, it's going to be me. And he said Matthew. Yeah, he said Matthew. Is that you? Like, oh shit. Wait, you didn't you didn't like make reservations? No, I did make a reservation the night before. Oh, okay. But obviously, I was the only reservation. If yeah, if he, if he greeted if me he, with that greeting, yeah, if he greeted you with that, yeah. Dang, well. good times. I can't wait to go back again. In my last trip to Europe, I was supposed to go, but um, the Arab guy, which was supposed to go with me, he had to back out last second. So instead of going to Pasha, I went to Antwerp. The last my last trip. Why did he back out last second? Can can you go into details in that? It's nothing interesting. He got a job offer, or like the career job, a, a career job offer. Oh, okay. He got his career going. He's he couldn't pass that up. Yeah, I don't fault him. Makes sense. Yeah, totally. Um, he walked away from a does he 300. regret it though? Just <laughs> you know what? I think he does because he he started his career and I don't. He's not enjoying it. And we had the tickets to, to Barcelona round trip 3.30. So that was that was hard to walk away from for him. Oh, that's cheap. 330 bucks? Round trip to Barcelona. LA to Barcelona, yeah. We're gonna we're gonna get into Barcelona in a future podcast, by the way. Alright. Um well I feel like we didn't really talk much about we're or go into detail about these red light districts. Uh I think we did good. I mean, the red light district in Cologne is not big. It's basically one giant building, Pascha, and there's nothing much more to talk about. I, when I was there, I spent time with five different prostitutes. Okay, where do you rank this red light district then? In your top, in your list? Uh, Antwerp would be one. Zona Norte would be two. And I think Cologne would be three. So, it's, so even it's... Still top three, then. That's not bad. No, because the setup was so convenient. 
just the convenience of it seems like you know what though you, you know it just seems like Europeans have, a, have you know always f- are very progressive with many things right I don't mean to get political here but it just seems like you know from conversations with you I, I, I just I can't get away from the fact that how convenient of setups they have out there it just it's just you know like you say in Zona Norte, it's kind of nice, you know, but they it's more like a strip club setup. And Patong, you know, you have to go through the hassle of going through the bars, and, you know, taking her to your hotel. Um, and in Europe, it's just, they have, you know, you go to the girl and, the you know, the room's already there. You handle your business and you, you know, and you leave pretty much. That sounds, that sounds pretty cool. Okay, we're going to throw in our plug here. Um, if you have any questions, you can email us at redlightnightpodcast at yahoo.com. If you have stories of your own or any input, email us. If you're interested in taking a trip down to Zona Norte and you want company, either me or Shadow, um, you can email us at redlightnightpodcast at yahoo.com. Email us, guys. We want we want feedback. You We've know? only had one email, and it was basically telling us to stop random talk of the day, which is kind of depressing. Yeah. We need more emails than that. Yeah. Talk about random talk of the day. Do you want to jump into the random talk of the day? Sure. All right. So we're going to stop uh, talking about, you know, red light Cologne, districts. Germany, and red light districts. And So if you don't like our random talk of the day, you can stop now, but... If you like it, we're jumping right into it. All right, so what do you want to talk about, Chance? Well, unknown to many, to all you listeners, I am a part-time uh, rideshare driver. And uh, one, one common question I get um, while driving people around is, what is your craziest rideshare story? So I'll tell my rideshare story right now. I have one too. I used to do. I used to do it for a little bit too. Remember? Yeah, Chance? yeah. I, I did it for like a summer. We did nights together where we call each other when we were on when we didn't have customers, and yeah. we'd say, "Let's meet up at the Ralphs or the Vons." Yeah. And we would, and then we would hang out and good times. Anyways, okay. Simpler times. Well, my craziest red light or um, Uber Lyft story uh, involves a red light district. Oh, does it now? Yeah, it does. So, I was driving L.A., Lincoln Heights to be exact, and I got a, a pickup from one of the houses on top of the hills in Lincoln Heights. And I went and picked him up, old Chinese man, I'd say mid to late 50s. And uh, his destination was the city of industry, uh, Deja Vu, uh, a strip club known for prostitution in the city of industry, which is on the outskirts of L.A. And... Uh, so we start driving towards the city of industry and we talk about the strip club a little bit. And then he randomly asked me, do I know what Hong Kong was? And I go, yeah, Hong Kong and TJ. And he asked me, well, how much would it be to, to go there? And I thought about it and I told him, well, we take it off the app, pay me $300 and I'll take you there round trip. We agreed to this uh, setup and uh, I closed the app. We drove down to Zona Norte, crossed the border, 
He had his fun. He had a little bit too much fun, if you ask me. He spent a lot of money. Um, he even bought me a girl, so I had my fun that night, too. And then uh, we drove back. All in all, it took about 12 hours because he had so much fun. So you guys were out. You guys, 12 hours. Okay, finish your story. Go ahead. Well, from L.A. to Tijuana. That's it's, like three hours, right? No, no. It's It's... Just under two hours. Okay. Well, we were, it was it was late at night already. Okay, so you guys were zooming through the freeway. Yeah, so it was just under two hours, no traffic. To get there, to get back, it was a little bit longer. It was like three and a half hours. But other than that... That's because that was in the morning rush hour traffic. But, um, so that means we spent, yeah, we spent about six hours in Hong Kong. And uh, that's the most time I've ever spent in that establishment. Dang. But anyways... Uh, he ended up giving me a $700 tip, and he bought me a girl. So I made $1,000 off that ride, and I you know, got laid by... So that's my craziest Dang, that was, Uber slash Lyft story. That's nice. Yeah, it was you ever, awesome. You ever see that? You, did, you, did you, like, say, hey, man, let's keep in touch, you know? Yeah, I... Uh, <laughs> this makes me sound terrible. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I got his number down. And during the ride, I was married at the time. I had texted my wife, told her what I was doing. She didn't really, she doesn't really know about what goes on down there. She has an idea, but she didn't know that I partook. Because at that time, I wasn't partaking. I was on my, my red light break. There was, because I was, this was during my second marriage. I had cut myself off from that, and I was actually living a monogamous life. But you Ooh. couldn't pass up a free... Well, we were already having problems. Oh, okay. Okay, and so I had texted her and what I was doing. And when I got back, and she told me never to accept anything like that again. Oh. That marriage only lasted, what, what was it, like five and a half months? Yeah. Yeah. Quick marriage, quick divorce. But what's, uh, what's the question you had for me? Oh, man. No, I was just... Uh... That's, that's what I want to ask you. you. You guys still keep in touch? Me and the Chinaman? Yeah. No, we don't. No. I deleted his number right away. Uh-huh. But I've, had take, I've taken other customers from San Diego, though. Usually, uh, usually UCSD. I've done it four times, um, plus the Chinaman, plus the German dude I, I brought up in a different episode. Yeah, yeah, I remember the German dude. No, that's crazy. That's a crazy story. You know, I feel like, you know... Being in the rideshare business myself, sometimes you don't know where your night's gonna end up, huh? No, you Crazy. never, you never know. Yeah, I do rideshare in LA, and I've li- I've ended up as far as Calabasas, no, past Calabasas. I, I feel, I've ended up as far as Oxnard. Yeah, um, that's pretty far out of LA for you who don't know. I've I've done Coachella, which is the furthest east I've gone. It's Coachella, further south. I've been to the border a bunch of times. About rideshare. Okay, here's a little nugget that you guys will find interesting. A lot of these rideshare drivers, a lot of these guys are perverts. I mean, I'm pretty sure you know that, right? You know, I've never, I've only been in, other than working in a rideshare, I've only taken, partaken as a customer in a rideshare once. So okay. I, I don't really know. Okay, well, here's how I know, right? not from the stories of the news and the media it's because if you go to the illegal red light district in LA um, 
they have a, there's a couple streets in LA where the street walkers like to prowl. All illegal. I do not recommend going there. Um, but if you have, sometimes I'll drop a customer off around that area, and I'll look and I see that on the on the sidewalks are the prostitutes, and the cars driving and picking them up are all Uber and Lyft drivers. That's the main clientele for those prostitutes, Uber and Lyft drivers. And, and I'm pretty sure not all of them are just working. Yeah. But yeah, I'm not going to mention the name of the streets because you customers need not venture to uh, illegal red light districts. Stay to the legal ones. All right, I think uh, that hits the 40-minute mark. We actually try to keep these episodes under 30 minutes. So maybe eliminating random talk of the day is a good thing. Well, let us know. Give us your feedback if you like it or not. Yeah. Red Light Tonight Podcast at Yahoo.com. All right. Have a good one, guys.